Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. <clears throat> uh, we got six college basketball games and four NFL bets for you here on this Saturday, the 22nd day of January 2022. We're going to start things off on the college basketball side at the Capital One Center in Landover, Maryland. The Georgetown Hoyas, 6-9 and nine overall, 6-9 and nine against the spread. They're going to host the Villanova Wildcats, 13-5 overall, 11-7 against the number. Villanova comes in as a 14-point favorite. The over-under is at 140. Villanova's won eight of the last 10 meetings overall. With Georgetown, Villanova's 6-4 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Now, Villanova is 6-1 against the spread in their last seven games. 2-4 against the spread in their last six against Georgetown. Uh, six and one against the spread in their last seven games against Big East opponents. The total has gone under in nine of Villanova's last 13 games. Total has gone under in five of Villanova's last six games while playing at Georgetown. Now, on the Georgetown side, they're one and four against the spread in their last five games. Uh, Georgetown, nine and four against the spread in their last 13 games played on a Saturday. One and four against the spread in their last five games as an underdog. Total's gone over in four of Georgetown's last six games. Total's gone over in six of Georgetown's last eight games at home. Total's gone under in five of Georgetown's last six games while playing at home against Villanova. Now, uh, Brandon Antoine is out with a knee injury once again. He has been injury-plagued throughout his Villanova career. He's out indefinitely coming into this matchup. Uh, But Villanova very used to playing without Brandon Antoine. However, they had a six-game winning streak snapped uh, on Wednesday when they lost to Marquette, 57-54. to Meanwhile, Georgetown's lost five straight. They were beat on Thursday by Providence, 83-75. to Now, Villanova on the road as a 14-point favorite. I actually like Villanova minus 14 in this one. Georgetown's really not a very good team. Villanova's coming off a loss on the road to Mar- or at home to Marquette. Uh, just a couple days ago, I think this is a nice bounce-back opportunity for Villanova. Uh, Georgetown, they have not quite got things figured out under Patrick Ewing. <clears throat> and I don't have any reason to believe that that's going to change um, in a home game against a, uh, a top-15 Villanova team uh, on Saturday. So when I look at all that, I think Villanova at 14, I think that's a little low. I think Villanova wins by 20 probably. So we're going to take the Villanova Wildcats minus 14 on the road at Georgetown. Excuse me. And next up, we're actually going to Louisville as I'm trying to actually find the game on my my computer here. Uh, Louisville hosting uh, the next matchup we're going with. Uh... I know this is great podcasting here, but I'm struggling to find the Louisville Cardinals. Here they are. Louisville at home at the KFC Yum Center, uh, sitting at 11-7 overall, 6-10-2 against the spread. They're going to host the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, who are 11-6 overall, 7-10 against the number. Louisville is a a 1.5 point favorite. The over-under is at 137. Louisville is 7-3 in their last uh, 10 meetings. 
against Notre Dame. The two teams have split their last 10 meetings against the spread at five wins apiece. Notre Dame is five and one against, or excuse me, four and one against the spread in their last five games. One and four against the spread in their last five against Louisville. Two and seven against the spread in their last nine games on the road. Five and one against the spread in their last six games played in January. Now the total has gone over in five of Notre Dame's last seven games. Total has gone over in nine of Notre Dame's last 11 games against ACC opponents. For Louisville, they're one and four against the spread in their last five games. One and four against the spread in their last five games against ACC opponents. One and four against the spread in their last five games played in the month of January. The total has gone under in five of Louisville's last seven games. Total has gone under in six of Louisville's last nine games against Notre Dame. Total has gone under in 10 of Louisville's last 15 games. But the total has gone over in six of Louisville's last nine games played on a Saturday. Now, Notre Dame coming off a 71-68 win on Martin Luther King Day Monday against Howard University on the road. Uh, Meanwhile, Louisville snapped a three-game losing streak by beating Boston College on Wednesday 67-54. Now, both teams look to be good to go uh, health-wise. Uh, coming into this matchup, Louisville a one and a half point favorite. Uh, coming in, uh, Louisville's at home, and that's the only reason I'm going to go Louisville and give up the point and a half. It's basically going to be at one and a half points. You're basically picking who's going to win the game. I think Louisville wins the game at home. Uh, Notre Dame is Notre Dame's got some talent. Notre Dame uh, has uh, done some good things so far this season. When you look at uh, what Notre Dame has done. Uh, recently, I mean, they do own wins over uh, Clemson, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, uh, and Kentucky, for that matter. Uh, while Louisville sits here, and their best win in their last 10 is probably Wake Forest, which was a big win back on December 29th. I believe they gave Wake Forest their first loss of the season. Um, but I'm going to go Louisville at home, give up the point and a half, because I think Louisville... Is I actually think Louisville's the better team, even though they really haven't shown it to this point. Uh, but Louisville's also at home, and it's a small spread. So I'll go Louisville, give up a point and a half to Notre Dame. Next up at the Hilton Coliseum in Ames, Iowa, the Iowa State Cyclones, 14-4 and overall, 11-7 and against the spread. They'll host the TCU Horned Frogs, who are 12-3 and overall, 8-5-2 against the number, Iowa State is a six and a half point favorite. The over/under is one twenty-seven and a half. TCU's won seven of the last ten meetings against Iowa State. Two teams have split their last ten meetings against each other against the spread at five wins apiece. TCU seven and one against the spread in their last eight games. Five and one against the spread in their last six games on the road. Uh, four and one against the spread in their last five games. Total's gone over in eight of TCU's last nine games at Iowa State. The total has gone under in four of TCU's last five games against Big 12 opponents. Iowa State, 10-5 against the spread in their last 15 games. 3-6 against the spread in their last nine games played in the month of January. 4-10 against the spread in their last 14 games as a favorite. Now the total has gone over in five of Iowa State's last seven games. total has gone over in 10 of Iowa State's last 12 games against TCU. Uh, the total has gone over in five of Iowa State's last seven games against Big 12 opponents. Now, TCU's coming off a one-point loss on Wednesday to Oklahoma State, 57-56. to Iowa State's lost three of its last four, four of its last six. They also lost on Tuesday to Texas Tech, 72-60. to 
that they actually beat Texas Tech back on January 5th, 51-47. to uh, But Iowa State does own wins over Texas. Texas Tech, Iowa, to name three off the top of off the off the bat while TCU has beat Oklahoma and that is and may in Texas A&M are probably their two best wins to date uh for TCU now Iowa State comes into this matchup a six and a half point favorite and actually like Iowa State minus six and a half and it has a lot to do with the fact that the game is in Ames at Hilton Coliseum Hilton Magic is real if you've followed college basketball uh for any length of time over the last Oh, 20 or so years, uh, and you know about Iowa State basketball or any part about Iowa State basketball, you know that uh, Iowa State has a long history of big wins at home. They lose very few home games, and that's a lot of the reason why I want to write Iowa State in this one. Uh, they are the home team um, against a TCU team, which I'm not really sure how good they are. I mean, if we're going to be honest about it, and because of that, that's another reason why I think I'm gonna ride Iowa State at home. And I think, and I know Iowa State's a pretty good team. Not really sure about TCU, so Iowa State minus six and a half will be to play against the uh, TCU Horn Frogs. All right, we're gonna move on. And uh, next up, we're actually going to go to Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, as uh, we're trying to find that game right now. Uh, again, great podcasting. Uh, Creighton's hosting DePaul um, in Omaha, and right now I have suddenly not been able to find that matchup. Uh, let's see. I, I apologize for this, but there's so many games going on. Uh, on Saturday, it's hard to keep, uh, hard to find them all in one spot. But I found this one now at the CHI Healthcare Center in Omaha. The Creighton Blue Jays, eleven and five overall, eight and eight against the spread. They're going to host the DePaul Blue Demons, who are ten and seven overall, eleven and six against the number. Creighton, an eight point favorite. The over under is one forty two and a half. Creighton's won each of the last ten meetings against DePaul. Creighton eight and two against the spread in those last ten meetings. Now, DePaul is 1-6 against the spread in their last seven against Creighton. 0-6 oh, against the spread in their last six games played at Creighton. Now, the total has gone over in four of DePaul's last five games. Uh, the total has gone over in four of DePaul's last five games against Big East opponents. And the total has gone over in four of DePaul's last five games in the month of January. Now, on to the Creighton side. They're 4-1 against the spread in their last five games. 6-0 oh against the spread in their last six games while hosting DePaul. Five and two against the spread in their last seven games. Uh, the total's gone under in fourteen of Creighton's last twenty games. Total's gone under in five of Creighton's last seven games played on a Saturday. Total's gone under in seven of Creighton's last eight games while playing as a favorite. Now DePaul has some injury issues, and it starts with uh, 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 Jamarcus Freeman Liberty. Uh, he is questionable with a groin injury uh, against Creighton. He has not played in the last couple of games for the DePaul Blue Demons. Uh, Creighton, meanwhile, has no injuries at the moment. Now, DePaul is coming off a one-point loss at home to Xavier on Wednesday. Uh, they've actually lost six of their last seven, however, with the one win coming uh, on January 13th when they upset Seton Hall 96-92. Meanwhile, Creighton snapped a two-game losing streak on Wednesday by blowing out St. John's 
62-64. Now, Coach Craig, Greg McDermott will not be coaching the Creighton Blue Jays in this one. Uh, he is in health and safety protocols. Uh, so uh, that could be an issue, but I really don't think it'll be an issue. The game was on the road. I think I would feel more inclined to go with the road team in this one. But the, the fact of the matter is the game is in Omaha. Creighton's a really good ball club. I think DePaul is better than they've been the last couple of years, but I still think there's a lot uh, to be desired when it comes to DePaul. They still have a lot of uh, things to figure out. Tony Stubblefield, I think, is the right coach at DePaul. I think eventually DePaul will be back to being DePaul. Uh, that if you grew up in the 80s and 70s and even the early 90s, DePaul was a powerhouse. I, I don't know if they'll necessarily become a powerhouse again, but I think they become a consistent NCAA tournament team. But it's going to take a little time. I think now that DePaul has hit into conference play, you're starting to see uh, why DePaul was picked last and why they generally do finish last in the Big East. Uh, I think the future is bright, but the future is not today. Give me Creighton minus eight at home against DePaul. Next up at the uh, Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Wake Forest Demon Deacons, 15-4 overall, 10-8-1 against the spread. They're going to host the North Carolina Tar Heels, who are 12-5 overall, and also 7-10 uh, and 10 against the number. Uh, coming in this matchup, uh, Wake Forest is a 1.5-point favorite. The over-under under is at 150. North Carolina's won eight of the last ten meetings against Wake Forest. Wake Forest six and four against the spread in those last ten meetings. Now North Carolina four and two against the spread in their last six games. Two and five against the spread in their last seven against Wake Forest. Four and twelve against the spread in their last sixteen games on the road. Seven two and one against the spread in their last ten games against ACC opponents. Total's gone under in eight of North Carolina's last twelve games. Total's gone under in five of North Carolina's last seven games at Wake Forest. Now on to the Wake Forest side. Uh, the Demon Deacons are eight and three against the spread in their last eleven games played in January. Six and two against the spread in their last eight games played at home. Totals gone under in four Wake Forest's last five games. Totals gone under in each of the last five home games for Wake Forest. Totals gone under in five of Wake Forest's last seven games at home against North Carolina. Uh, now North Carolina, Armando Baycoat is probable with a tailbone injury. He's, he's expected to play for North Carolina. Uh, Wake Forest, no reported injuries at the moment. Now, North Carolina is coming off and a pretty big beatdown on Tuesday by Miami, 85-57 to 57 on the road to Miami. That snapped what was a two-game winning streak for the Tar Heels. Now, Wake Forest has won two in a row. They got a win on Wednesday over Georgia Tech, 80-64. Uh, to 64. <clears throat> Now, Wake Forest, the home team, coming in a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this matchup against North Carolina. I think North Carolina plays a much better game than they played on Tuesday against Miami, but I'm going to ride Wake Forest at home, minus the one-and-a-half. I think Wake Forest has been one of the bigger surprises in college basketball this season, and Steve Forbes has done an unbelievable job with this team. It's a team uh, made up mostly of transfers, but it's a team that's been able to uh, – kind of meld together pretty quickly. Wake Forest got off to a great start to start the season. Uh, now they've kind of uh, come back to earth a little bit as we got into ACC play, but they also have some good wins in conference play, and I think they'll get one more on a Saturday at home against North Carolina as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. 
And our last college basketball bet takes place at Bud Walton Arena in Fayetteville. The Arkansas Razorbacks, 13-5 overall, 9-9 against the spread. They're going to host the Texas A&M Aggies, 15-3 overall, 8-8-1 against the number. Arkansas is an 8-point favorite. The over-under is at 144.5. Arkansas has won 6 of the last 10 meetings against Texas A&M. Texas A&M is 6-4 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Now, A&M also 5-0 against the spread in their last five games against Arkansas. 4-2 against the spread in their last six games played in January. Total's gone over in eight of A&M's last 11 games. Total's gone over in four of A&M's last five games on the road. Total's gone over in each of the last five games A&M has played at Arkansas. Now, for Arkansas, they're 1-8 against the spread in their last nine games played on a Saturday. 2-4 against the spread in their last six games played on a Saturday at home. Total's gone over in eight of Arkansas's last 12 games. Total's gone over in each of the last five games Arkansas has played against A&M. Uh, total's gone over in each of the last five games Arkansas has played at home against A&M. And the total's gone over in seven of Arkansas's last 10 games of playing as a favorite. Now, these two teams did meet on January 8th in College Station. Arkansas beat A&M 80, or excuse me, A&M beat Arkansas 86 to 81. Now, A&M comes to this game after an eight-game losing streak was snapped on Wednesday when they lost uh, to Kentucky 64-58. A&M, the best three-point shooting team in the SEC, went one of 22 from three-point range in this game uh, in a six-point loss. So it was very possible that they could have won that matchup had they hit a couple more threes. Now, Arkansas has won three in a row. They're coming off a win on on Tuesday to South Carolina 75-59. Now, Arkansas's last loss, by the way, was the A&M game back on January the 8th. Now, again, Arkansas an eight-point favorite. The over under 144-and-a-half. And while the trends tell you to take the over, I'm actually going to take the under in this one uh, at 144-and-a-half. Uh Look, Arkansas is not a very good shooting team, but suddenly they have figured out a way to play some defense. When you look at Arkansas's last three games, they've given up 59, 58, and 43 points. So I think defense will will factor into this one. I think A&M, I actually think A&M wins this game, to be honest, and but I'm not going to bet it. Uh, but at the same time, this is an A&M team uh, that's starting to kind of come back to earth on the uh, scoring-wise. Since the Arkansas game when they scored 86 points, they've scored 67, 67, and 58. When you look at the scores in the last few games between these, uh, when these two teams have played, 144.5 looks like it's too much. So we're going to go the under 144.5 between Texas A&M and Arkansas. So our six college basketball bets once again are Villanova minus 14 at Georgetown, Louisville minus 1.5 at home against Notre Dame, Iowa State minus 6.5 at home against Texas Christian, Creighton minus eight at home against DePaul, Wake Forest minus one and a half at home against North Carolina, and we got the under 144 actually, it's not 144 and a half, it's 144, but we have the under nonetheless uh, on Texas A&M and Arkansas. So we'll take a quick break, we'll come back, we'll do our NFL bets coming up in just a moment. This is The Degenerate Gambler. Welcome back into The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. Now, we're going to do our four NFL bets. Uh, we got two bets in each of the two games uh, taking place today. First game's at Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee Titans, 12-5 overall, 10-7 against the spread. They're going to host the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 11-7 overall, 11-7 against the number. 
Tennessee a three and a half point favorite. The over-under is at 47 and a half. Cincinnati's won six of the last 10 meetings against the Titans. Cincinnati's seven and three against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Now Cincinnati five and zero against the spread in their last five games. Six and one against the spread in their last seven against Tennessee. Six and one against the spread in their last seven games on the road. Now the total's gone under in four of Cincinnati's last six games. Total's gone over in seven of Cincinnati's last eight games playing at Tennessee. Total's gone over in four of Cincinnati's last five games against AFC South Division opponents. For Tennessee, they're one in five against the spread in their last six games against AFC North Division opponents. One in four against the spread in their last five games played in January. Total's gone under in four of Tennessee's last five games. Total's gone under in four of Tennessee's last six games against AFC opponents. Now, looking at the injury report, other than what's already been reported throughout the season, it looks like Cincinnati has everyone pretty much ready to go. Tennessee getting Derrick Henry back, who uh, broke his foot uh, earlier in the season. He is listed as probable, but expect him to play. Janoris Jenkins also probable with an ankle injury. Uh, he's expected to play as well. So it looks like both teams are in pretty good shape coming into this matchup. Uh, now, these two teams have not met this season. Uh, Tennessee had the week off while Cincinnati at home uh, beat the Las Vegas Raiders 26-19. to uh, 19. Tennessee, again, is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. 52% of the money. 61% of the bets coming in on the Titans, minus three and a half. Uh, we're going to go plus three and a half and take the Bengals. I think this game comes down to to the field goal, to be honest with you. I think this game really comes down uh, to the end. Uh, these are two really good teams. So I can see this coming down to a three-point win one way or the other. And If I, if I feel that way, I'm going to take the underdog and take the three and a half with Cincinnati. Now, on the over-under at 47.5, 65% of the uh, bets and 32% uh, of the money coming in on the over. We're actually going to take the under 47.5. And, and it's as simple as, uh, historically, when you look at playoff games in the National Football League, the vast majority of those games finish on the under of the total. Uh, we rode the under last week in, in all six games. The under hit. In five of the six games played last week. We're not going to mess with that trend. We're going to take the under 47.5 on the Cincinnati-Tennessee uh, matchup. And our last game from Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. The Green Bay Packers, 13-4 overall, 12-5 against the spread. They're going to host the San Francisco 49ers, who are 11-7 overall, 10-8 against the number. Green Bay is a 5.5-point favorite. Now, the over-under in that one is at 47. Um, San Francisco 6-4 against, uh, excuse me, 6-4 against Green Bay in their last 10 meetings. San Francisco 6-3-1 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. San Francisco is 5-1 against the spread in their last six games. 5-1 against the spread in their last six games against NFC opponents. The total has gone under in five of San Francisco's last six games. Uh, total's gone over in each of the San Francisco's last five games against NFC North Division opponents. Green Bay, 12-4 against the spread in their last 16 games. 6-0 against the spread in their last six games against NFC West Division opponents. 9-4 against the spread in their last 13 games played in January. 
Now, the total's gone over in six of Green Bay's last seven games. Total's gone over in four of Green Bay's last five games against San Francisco. Total's gone over in four of Green Bay's last five. Total's gone over in each of Green Bay's last five games against NFC opponents. Now, as these two teams uh, look at the injury report, uh, Fred Warner is probable with uh, an ankle injury. The linebacker, also Nick Bosa, the defensive end with a concussion, had passed concussion protocol, and he is uh, upgraded to probable for the game with Green Bay. Now, the Packers had the week off. Uh, Randall Cobb, probable with a groin injury, so he looks like he's good to go. Um, and other than the injuries that uh, that are injury, the IR-type injuries, um, looks like Green Bay is good to go coming into this matchup. Now, it's going to be extremely cold in Green Bay. Game, game time temperature at 12 degrees under cloudy skies. Wind west-northwest at 7 miles per hour. So it's going to be very, very cold in Green Bay. A lot of reason why I do like the Packers minus 5.5 in this one. I think Green Bay is the best team in the NFC. And if while San Francisco plays really good defense, I'm not sure San Francisco's offense can produce enough uh, to not only beat Green Bay, but to cover a 5.5-point spread. The over-under in this game is at 47. We're going to go under 47. We talked about the history of unders in playoff games in the National Football League. On top of that, these are two really solid defenses playing each other in uh, coming into this matchup. When you look at the two defenses, uh, San Francisco's 8th in defense. Green Bay is 12th. San Francisco's 6th against the pass. Green Bay ninth. San Francisco's 6th against the run. Uh, Green Bay 12th. Green Bay's defense is on the field less than any other team in the NFL. Uh, so when you look at all that, the Packers and the, the um, 49ers are really good on defense. Packers are better offensive team than San Francisco. Uh, so the under 47 is a play, and Green Bay minus 5.5 will be the other play in this matchup. So our NFL bets, once again, are Cincinnati plus 3.5 at Tennessee. We got the under 47 and a half in the Cincinnati Tennessee matchup. And we also have Green Bay minus five and a half at home against San Francisco. And we have the under 47 in the Green Bay San Francisco matchup. And with that, we'll wrap up the podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until tomorrow, this is the Degenerate Gambler. <laughs>